I won't lie to you. I did some some pre-research, some pre-search. Okay. And yeah, I would agree with you. Most of them involve like all of the Marvel shows. Like we're getting um, Agent Carter. There. Oh. Wait. Hellstrom. Do you remember? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I couldn't get past the second episode of that. <sighs> well. If we want to get like really slutty, we should rank all the Marvel TV shows one day. Not today. Not today. One, one day. There is like 18 or 19 of them, so it's it's a certified tier list. Yeah. We're just going to do a little bitty one. <laughs> Itty bitty pre-show for our Moon Knight premiere next week. Yeah. Um. All right. So, oh, oh ooh, I forgot about Cloak and Dagger. <sighs> I wanted that to be good. I wanted it to be so good, and it was so terrible. <sighs> Most of them, yeah. It's just anything that wasn't done by Netflix or Disney was mm. not very good. Even in the Netflix ones, there's a couple that were dicey. Mm. Uh, dicey? Not like not like Daredevil. Daredevil was good. And... No, I was going to say, dicey, Iron Fist thanks you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm only dicey? Thank God. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the full volume podcast (laughs) i am your covid addled possibly covid addled co-host harvey brent joined by recovering covid two-timer two-time champion two-time champion jay jolie Ooh. And today, today we're both hoarse, but mine's just allergies. Nay. No, um, today we are ranking the 2021 Marvel MCU shows that yeah. we that we reviewed last year. We thought we were going to get, like, super meta and, like, rank our reviews of the shows, but we're like, nobody wants to see that. We don't want to put anybody through that. No. Could you imagine? Auckland, New Zealand, we have you. We were not going to do that to you. <laughs> I've already heard your thoughts and opinions on Madonna and Drag Race. I don't need to hear them a second time. (laughs) Though, I will warn you, my opinions of Madonna have changed. She's kind of in the shitter for me. Oh, yeah. But I, like, I can't help but stand 80s and 90s Madonna. Like, Uh I will never not love that era of her. But anything after Hung Up from 2005, it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't even remember much beyond then. It's like she kissed Britney and Nextina and then disappeared into the wind. <laughs> Wait, did she do Austin Powers before or after that? Mm, before that was nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, that's right. The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh wow, mm-hmm. twenty plus years ago. 20 freaking 23 years ago almost yeah you know it just occurred to me too that we're gonna start losing celebrities that like we grew up with i know like they're all of that age almost give it like 10 years and they're gonna drop like every week it's yeah. gonna be sad yeah mm-hmm. our heroes poof poof God. goodbye probably <clears throat> george clooney God, George Clooney. I f- always forget that he got his, like, big start on ER. Yeah. Because yeah. I think ER came out when I was, like, oh, my gosh. It came out when I was really young. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it was like, oh, ER is like the Grey's Anatomy of its time. Where it's like, will this show ever end? Who knows? <laughs> but Clooney left and then he jumped into Batman, right? Yeah. That was his big break and he's been huge ever since. Yeah. Pretty much doing whatever he wants. Uh, imagine. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and, and now he's lawyered up. A.K.A. he's married to a lawyer. Immigration lawyer? Yeah. God. Two beautiful twins. <laughs> I don't know how I know this stuff. I think it's, I feel like it's because, like, whenever I open Google, it just is like, hey, I thought you might want to know about Brad Pitt today. And you're like, well, uh, yes. not, not no. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not a hard no. <laughs> is George Clooney, like, um, when is his like race, his background? Mm, Greek. Okay, because he doesn't. Hmm, yeah, it's I... something, isn't it? There are people screaming at us right now. Hold on, George Clooney. Let me. Well, he was born in Kentucky, so he might actually just be like an American boy. He's Irish, German, and English, but he doesn't really look it. Right. He's got like a permatan going on. Yeah, and to be honest, when you see him with dark hair, whew, you know what? He's always had that salt and pepper. He's had the salt and pepper since I remember him, which only, uh, which only <clears throat> to me feels like a oh he he will die in my generation. But that's besides the point. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I guess Clooney would be Irish. Clo- yes. Clooney, yeah. It I just—I mean, hmm. I feel like he would have had like one parent of one race and one of another. Just he has like that darker skin tone. Yeah. Which, as you know, Irish people—they do not usually. <laughs> There's no sun up there. No, no, hmm. it's pretty dark. Let me see. Uh oh no, that's not right. Oh, they dye his wait. Oh, there's a Moon Knight connection. Oh. Moon Knight producer on those George Clooney. Oh, like he might be directing a couple episodes. This is like a full circle accidental conversation. We planned this, guys. <laughs> I mean, not an accidental conversation. No, planned. planned. Totally sedental. Six degrees of Moon Knight in preparation for next week. Mm-hmm. You know what? When I figure out who his parents are, I'll let you know. <laughs> it, um, is at least one of them Rosemary Clooney? Or is that his aunt? I, I closed my wiki tab. It's okay. Okay, I okay. Just, the point was, I was like, I just wonder where your parents came from and what your, your heritage was. But mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, did the, did you, were you able to find a tier list of... I was. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> um, okay so we have WandaVision. Yep. We'll do them in order. Um, so let's go, let's do a rundown. It goes WandaVision. Falcon. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just want to put them at the top of the list so that we're not just digging through this 18 up, 18 car pileup. Okay. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then. Hawkeye. Oh, no. Um, Loki. And then what if? Loki. Oh, no. Did they not put what if in here? <gasps> they didn't put what if? Gasp. Gasp. We can use something else as what if, I guess. Mm, okay. Um, we'll use this 
because it's strangely cartoonish in humans poster. Perfect. <laughs> As what if? Um, and then Hawkeye. <clears throat> oh boy. Do they not even <coughs> gasp? Where's Hawkeye? Oh, they don't have Hawkeye? Shush. I mean, not you, this list. Time to bring in Hellstrom. They both start with H. Oh. Is this an incomplete list? All right, moving on. <laughs> so what have you been watching lately? <laughs> um, What have I been watching? I have been watching for the first time all the way through. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh. <laughs> it's a very mean show. <laughs> yeah. It's I can't a help. lot. It's a lot, yeah. <laughs> That's a good word for it. It's a lot. Um, I started Hit Monkey too. Whoa. On Disney Plus. Have you watched Hit Monkey? No, not yet. Yeah, it's good. It's about like this like assassin and he teams up with him while he dies and his spirit guides a monkey to revenge because the monkey's family was assassinated in Japan. <clears throat> it's good. It's very like it's giving me shades of like the Kill Bill cartoon interim. Ooh. In volume one. That's the, that's uh, my frame of reference. <laughs> I saw the uh I saw the trailer and immediately added it to my watch list. Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> okay. So I have found an <laughs> even more complete list. God. Um it it includes one shots. It's it's just a Marvel Cinematic Universe tier list. So we we'll just use parts of it. Okay, I'm gonna share the screen. I'll share. Wait, this one. Wait, this one. Aha, okay. Uh, I set up a second monitor in my bedroom, so now I can't figure it out. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't look at that tier list. Oh, it is gigantic. I think it's alphabetized, at least. Uh, yes. Okay. So, we we won't start with the alphabet. We'll, like, it even includes, like, She-Hulk and Moon Knight, which is, like, what are you even ranking here? They're not even out yet. No, I know. What a lie. Anyway, all right. Starting with WandaVision. Ah, here we go. Hey. Okay. T, go. Ugh, so good. Way better than anyone else thinks it is. Um, the plots and through lines and connecting, connective tissue throughout, I believe, are pretty clean. Um the failing that it gets is for the enormous amounts of Easter eggs and fan service it pays because do you want to be honest? Um, I like fan service. I like Easter eggs and I like world building, but it's, it's like too much to do. You're ex expecting too much of us when we're watching. And it's just like, can you not just make a good clean show about somebody who suffers from mental health and loss? Or yeah. who suffers from mental health issues as a result of an extreme loss. Yes, that, that is all very current and apropos. I agree. I I think we like we touched upon this when we reviewed WandaVision, but it feels very um 
David Lynchian, very like Twin Peaks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I'm obsessed with that and thematically and, you know, the themes that they played throughout the show and how they chose to convey those themes to the audience. Mm -hmm. So that's a big plus to me. It came with an iconic villain. The gays are still doing her in drag shows. It's a very good villain. Um, And now the, and now that the con world has opened up the, the straights, possibly the buys have her in cosplay. TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I think WandaVision's excellent. The last episode was a bit of a letdown. And I think in general with mysteries like this, the, the mystery is always more fun than the solving of it. I think that, but that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think it's an S tier. S tier, I agree. Like relative to shows, I don't. If I if we put these on the same playing field as movies, I don't know if it would be an S tier. But if we're just doing shows, it's an S tier. Yeah, it would like rank around the first Guardians of the Galaxy. But the first Guardians would like if we're doing it with movies, the first Guardians would come above it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. no, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. We like WandaVision. We love. Okay. Mm. Hello, Evan Peters. <laughs> Hello. Uh, are you out there? <laughs> of course you are. Next up is... I've already oh. forgotten. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I... <clears throat> oh, it was like maybe... Here comes the brain fog, Brent. Oh, <laughs> oh no. That I have to look forward to? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? You know how some people are like, I have mom brain after having, like, shot out a baby? Mm. And then they blame their stupidity on something called mom brain for the next, like, 18 years? It's much like that, but the fog doesn't, like, ever lift. Apparently for some people. Long COVID. Which I really, really hope you don't get because your brain is valuable to the world and the the freshwater fish of the earth. I was going to say, if I, if I get long COVID, I don't think I can do my job anymore. <laughs> yeah, right? Science is a, now a non-issue. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe that was okay. Anyways, Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, I, sh- <laughs> I should have liked the dynamic between Bucky and Sam. Yeah. In <laughs> theory... It had a lot to work with, with Captain America retiring and these two picking up the thread lines of their hero, Captain America, and how Captain America has inspired them. In theory, it should have had a more engaging villain. But oh. Bucky and Sam's relationship wasn't as great as it could have been. <clears throat> They, I guess they did okay kind of like talking about what Captain America meant to them and, you know, like the way he's inspired them and how they're going to carry on his legacy in different ways. I don't even remember the villain. Oh, it's the anti-Captain America. Uh, Oh, US agent. US agent. I guess he was pretty good. Um, I look forward to seeing more of him. Mm -hmm. But man, is this show messy. Um, It's sloppy. I also think it was a victim of being stopped halfway through COVID or the production was stopped halfway through because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so like the editing's poor. The writing is contrived at some points. It's 
that's what I have to say about it. What do you have to say about it? Oh my God, that and so much more, but not so much, not as much more. Mainly in agreement with like everything you said. Um, just some solid things that could have happened. Some things that happened that I was completely on board with and then nothing, there was no reward or payoff for getting on board with it. Yeah. You gave us the first Captain America, the first black Captain America from Captain America Truth. You wrote him into this story and then you did nothing Yeah. with, with it. And... And it's not to say you did nothing with it. You did something with it. You just didn't do anything good with it. And they, I mean, the topic of, I mean, they don't say these, this term in, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but Black Lives Matter, a more topic of, of race, I suppose, mm-hmm. was brought up. And it was, it was, you know, brought up, you know, like with, I guess, the first uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. So in the way that's, there is some conversation to be had there. Um. Sometimes I just think the conversation was too subtle, and then other times I just think the conversation was not subtle enough. And yeah. it's just like, <laughs> but it's a very good theme that like a conversation that should be had. It just it wasn't done in a way that was helpful to anyone. I guess it was helpful no. to Sam kind of at the end, just with the way he chooses to convey Captain America. I don't know. There's a lot going on here, and not not everybody's working together. <clears throat> no, I would put it here. A high C. I think a high it's C. A high C. Yeah. I deleted, by the way, the D tier and the E tier because it didn't make sense to me. I agree. Yeah. We, it, there's there's not enough Marvel MCU shows in 2021 to warrant all the letters. So this is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need some okay. drama. You need some like, ooh, is it better than this one? Yeah. You get it. Yeah. The drama. And, and like, there's such a rich history between him and his sister and by him and his sister i mean falcon and it's just like you didn't do any of it and it was and when they did it wasn't fun no like i don't know it was not a fun show i did not it was not fun yeah it like deserved four seasons and like a (laughs) lot more character development and way more baron zemo dancing in a nightclub in eastern europe I forgot about that. Um, I am looking forward, though, to Bucky being in Captain America 4. Or not Bucky, sorry, Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. We'll give it We'll give another shot there. But it's, Absolutely. Like it's, my problem's not with Sam. It's just the writing was terrible. Yeah. I, I, I love these two actors. I love the two characters. Uh, again, you're right. It, there's something about the chemistry. They relied, maybe they relied too heavily on the fact that they become such good friends in real life. That they were so comfortable, nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, it just, it was, I don't know. It was actually like a slog to get through. Like, mm-hmm. it was tough. Okay. Okay. Loki okay. Anna Grande. All right. Um, my knowledge of the alphabet has waned, obviously. I, J, K, L. Where? It, there. Oh. Loki. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I'm going to say this right off the bat. That this, for me, even though WandaVision is sort of like a crack into the multiverse, that multiversal storylines that we're going to get in the coming 
Oh, here it's going to be so draining. Um, (laughs) This is also but a speck. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if WandaVision was a a crack into the multiverse, I think Loki does a full-on death drop on top of the multiverse. Oh, okay. (laughs) At the end, at least. At the end. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now, as far as as writing and... um, Here's the thing. There's another show that is in here that no one counts, which we don't also count either. And we they stopped creating them, um, so we didn't really watch them anymore. But Assembled, oh. Af- after I watch watched Assembled, my opinion of this of Loki went up. Oh, okay. and it was based on mainly the cinematography. The cinematography is fantastic in this show. It, mm-hmm. This feels, I think, out of the, all the shows we've talked about so far, this one feels the most like a movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, just like uh, really strange things about d- daytime and <clears throat> daytime and daylight metaphors that I never thought about. Mm-hmm. That a cinematographer... <laughs> Obviously thinks about on the regs. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't know how to light a dusty old office anyway, but they really did and they did with style. Um, let's see. So my thing with Loki, mm. I, Tom Hiddleston, I think has proven he can carry a show. Mm. I, I would have. Um, that much was apparent early on in the in the series. I enjoyed most of the new characters. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, within reason. I think there was some back and forth with Ravona Renslayer, which I didn't love. Between I, Loki and Ravona? No, just the way her character trajectory. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I was like, ugh, I was getting a little frustrated with her at the end. <clears throat> um, Sophie was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's. I think in general the cast is good. The theme is great. Mm-hmm. Meeting Kang was a gag. Mm-hmm. That was a gag and a half. And I mm-hmm. think actually, if we're ranking like endings, I think Loki has the strongest ending out of any of the MCU shows mm-hmm. at the up to this point. <clears throat> so, yeah, and I think it's it's handled the the multiverse well. You know, when it, when it comes to the Loki variants and it's coming to the time. Time Adjustment Bureau? No, what's their name? Oh, the Time Variance Associate TVA. Thank you. Mm. I don't know. I think I thought I was thinking like that Matt Damon movie, The Adjustment Bureau. <laughs> Whoa! Is that the one where they like um, steal body parts? They like, I don't know. They like adjust like fate to like go the way they want it. So like they have like <gasps> men come with guns and like shoot someone so that person dies, and they, that's weird. Um, oh, okay. I think Loki's pretty solid. I think it's, yeah, it's up there with WandaVision. Like in the S tier? or so. I don't know. Um, it's either S or A. I can't figure out if it's better than WandaVision. Because there are some things that WandaVision was doing that I think are better. Like, and I mean, in that it's like each episode is sort of part of a puzzle. Uh, WandaVision, that is. <laughs> It's it's and it's part of a bigger whole, but they all kind of work standalone in a cool way. Uh, stylistically, each has a theme, which is I fun. Think, 
I think I'm partial to the mystery and the Twin Peaks of it all of mm-hmm. vision. So that's personally me. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually like, yeah. And there's no recency bias with Loki for me. Like I'm not like, oh, Loki is better because I saw it more recently. I think WandaVision's better, but Loki is also phenom. So, okay. Do you feel good about it being in the S tier? I mean, A tier. I think it's a high A. Okay, me too. A strong yeah. A. Yeah. I, <laughs> this is going to be like a scream ranking where everyone's like, no, Loki was better than WandaVision. WandaVision didn't make sense. Did we get hate mail about our scream rankings? Because I will fight a bitch. Um, I haven't checked it because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go on our scream. <laughs> uh, right. I'm I'm actually trolling. I mean, trolling. Um, I'm actually lurking in our scream to make sure no one has found us to complain about us. I'm actually following our scream as well. There's some right. fascinating conversation in there. Right. All the all the all the Gale and um, Dewey stands are cute. They are. Cute. Also, can we just tangent for a second and like freak out a little bit about Courtney Cox being in the sixth movie? She is. And did you see what the director said? They're going for broke in the sixth film. They're taking a huge risk. And I was like, what does that mean? Mm. As long as Sid- as long as Sydney doesn't die, do whatever you want. Yeah. I, they said they're going for like a huge thematic twist, hmm. which I feel like, I don't know. Do you ever, have, are you familiar with the movie Wes Craven's new nightmare? It's a nightmare on Elm street film and it's a movie within a movie. Yeah. Would, I'm wondering if they're doing that. And like Courtney Cox will be playing Courtney Cox and like Nev Campbell will be playing Nev Campbell. She won't be playing Sydney Prescott. Oh, that would be really cool. It could. It could also be disastrous. So maybe that's why they're like, it's a risk. I don't know. But yeah. Ooh, how are they going to. Ooh, there's so many. There's so many good choices. Ooh. <laughs> or it'll be like a saw game. Oh, shit. Yeah. I wonder if they'll get Bloomhouse involved, but I don't know. <sighs> Bloomhouse has a hit or miss track record. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, they certainly do. They just love horror. Anyway, okay, tangent off? Okay. Weekly scream tangent over. Uh, what okay. if? Marvel's Next. What if? What? Okay. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Okay. <coughs> animated, but fine. Um, animated is awesome. D- different styles, which is fun. Right? Different styles? No. No, same the style. styles were the same. Okay. I, I liked about two thirds of these episodes. Mm-hmm. There was a couple I did not care for. I'll be honest. Yeah, there. Were, yeah, a couple that I wasn't wild for. I really liked Agent Carter's. Um, what what if? Episode? Oh, where she's. Where she's Captain. Captain like that's the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, loved what if zombies. Ah uh, yes. I love um, the part finale. Yeah. We have to give credit where credits due. The what if Doctor Strange loses his heart instead of his hands is clearly a precursor to Doctor Strange and the multiverse madness. So uh, it's good, and I I, I think what the, this show gets um, a lot of brownie points for the fact that it actually cohesively tied all the previous episodes together, which I don't think anybody was expecting. I, no, yeah. I, I was not expecting it. I was kind of gagged that the last two part with Ultron and all of a sudden they're bringing in like the zombies <laughs> and um, 
uh, what's his face, Killmonger as Black Panther and all these other characters from previous episodes. And I was like, wow. So it's I, I like the way they tie it together and I like how it actually has a stake in the trajectory of the MCU the mm-hmm. film and the TV shows, which is cool. There is some unfortunate, and I don't know if this is this can be counted as a point against it. I'll let you be the judge. But there is some unfortunate neutering with the fact that it just spoke within the confines of the MCU. All the what if episodes were variations of what's happened in the MCU. Yes. Like there was never no X-Men, no Fantastic Four, no stories that just were outside of the MCU canon, even involving the MCU characters. Like it was always stuff that happened in the films with a slight twist. Yes. And this is a this is a chance for them to pull a no way home on us where they include or validate literally any character, any canon that has happened in Marvel. This is, this was their opportunity to also potentially introduce new characters, new characters that we haven't seen that they've like introduced like Ms. Marvel or Moon Knight or She-Hulk. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, or not that they've introduced, that they've announced that are coming down the lane, but like, or even to talk about Daredevil because we knew it was going to happen. Mm. I like how they pulled in Daredevil for uh, Daredevil in Spidey. At least that kind of legitimized his presence or solidified his future presence. But yeah, like like you said, it didn't. It worked within the confines of our pre-existing MCU. Yeah, oh yeah, and like I like I said, I don't know if it, like in, uh, I don't know if you would like make that a point against it because like it, what's the rules there, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's good. It was most of the episodes were well written, not all of them. No, I'm thinking like a high B. Yeah, I agree. But like, it's good. We like it. It's mm-hmm. just like, we look forward to season two. Oh yeah, and I I hope they like. Now that we've heard the voice of Professor Xavier. Give me Patrick Stewart. Oh, my fucking God. Yes. Right? Please just do it. Please Drag him you. kicking <laughs> and screaming away from Picard and that <sighs> steaming pile. I've heard a rumor that they want more X-Men back. And I'm wondering if it's for what if season two. I'm wondering if we're going to get like oh God. Lo- Logan and Famka. Give me the whole crew. Howdy. Finally, a, a decent representation of Emma Frost. Don't don't go asking for craziness now. Come on. No, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we need her. Come on. You know, we know the rules of Emma Frost in the films. We need her to be a background cameo that turns to diamond once. That's what <laughs> okay. she's there for. <laughs> Convenient bullet dodging. Look at the pretty girl turning into a diamond. Oh, she's gone. Okay. Oh, such a travesty. Well, I mean, or, oh, okay, tangent, X-Men tangent, or you can cast an aging supermodel and poorly do her makeup. Are you talking January Jones? Never turn her into a diamond? Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Do you know, actually, the original idea, you might lose your shit at this. Do you know who was originally supposed to play Emma Frost? Oh, no. Sigourney Weaver. What? <laughs> yeah. In 2006, she was supposed to be in X-Men 3. Imagine the chaos. 
that would have transpired from that. <laughs> this is the face of our thumbnail. <laughs> Just <laughs> disgust, gagged, but not a good gagging. I don't, I, I, Sigourney's incredible, but as Emma Frost, I don't know. No, no. IDK. Uh, no, you do. IDK. You, uh, you IK. <laughs> you IK. <laughs> UDK. Yeah, it's it would have been bad. Sorry, I'm having a coughing fit over here. Oh, I think we need to move on. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, tangent off. <clears throat> okay, all right. <coughs> all right. So, what if done? Uh, Hawkeye. Right? Uh, I H I. Oh, it's next up. Yeah, it's purple. <clears throat> oh, oh, there, got it. I'm looking for like Matt Fraction artwork and it's not there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm going to just set this down right here. Oh. And then we'll talk. <laughs> okay. I I'm not mad at that placement. I, I was thinking A tier. I didn't know where it was gonna fall in A tier. This was a nice little holiday treat, wasn't it? Ooh, it was. It's it fine. gave us it, oh, and I do you know what I always love around Christmas time is going to see a good musical. Oh my god, I forgot about that musical. <laughs> I could do this all. Day. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Terrible voice. What's the name oh. of your, do did we ever find out the name of the original character? They had like an original Avenger that was like not real in the musical. Oh no. Oh, it's gonna. I did not. I did maybe not this know. is not the time nor the place for it, but <laughs> that just reminded me. Um, Hawkeye. Mm. So we get Kate Bishop. We get introduced to Kate Bishop, which was great. Mm -hmm. Kate Bishop's mom, who we thought was going to be the villain, but turned out she wasn't. We get the swordsman. We get a major um, franchise cr uh, crossing gag with Kingpin being in this. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it was good. I actually, so um, one of my fears with Hawkeye, I don't know fears. I don't, it wasn't a bad fear, but I was worried that jeremy renner was going to retire the character and like it was passing the torch to kate bishop but it seems like that's not going to be the case mm. i don't know if he's doing anymore but i just i assumed by the end of the series he wouldn't be in it anymore and i was kind of worried i like bummed about that so i was mm -hmm. pleasantly surprised that that didn't happen i <clears throat> i'm trying to think here because yeah thematically it's a great show mm -hmm. i remember the action scenes being fairly impressive for a hawkeye show yes um, and I wonder if it's because of the two directors. <clears throat> um, Who are they again? Mm, pause. <laughs> Hawk. I. Oh no, director. <laughs> we will find out. This thing. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, Reese Thomas. <clears throat> Bert and Bertie. That's it. I was like, they, they it's like I didn't want to say it's like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> they're it's too very like Oh my god, they're both females. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say it's very Bell and Sebastian of them, but no, they're yeah. like Or like um the Canadian equivalent. What's who Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say she and him, but no, Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that so worked. do you know what this this okay? Do you know what Hawkeye also gave us? Which, um, we kind of already 
Hawkeye gave us, which Falcon and the Winter Soldier didn't really give us, was <clears throat> character building a character that we already thought was built. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and giving us a very, very impressive um, sampling of Jeremy, act- <laughs> Jeremy Renner's acting ability. And his ability to portray, like, a human within a superhuman universe, which I think was a big selling point of this series, is how vulnerable and not weak, but how susceptible Hawkeye can be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he really did, as a human man, jump off a building. Just fall. Like, imagine the strain on his massive muscular quads from doing that. Like, ouch. He needs he needs a massage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're gonna delete that in post and uh no 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 we're keeping it because okay. i <laughs> i have watched that's stupid uh, i've been watching the music videos uh, his band he's got a great voice yeah um we could play a sample of it but oh my gosh that would be the tangent that wouldn't end it's true um <laughs> Let me see if I can um, play you a sample. <laughs> I, I'm looking up. I just didn't know he had a band. Oh, yeah. Right after Avengers. They're very, like, in excess, um, new, alt-rocky, like, 2000s. It's Gosh. the... You want to watch, I think the, it's main attraction. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> after after the Avengers films, when it seemed like this was it, this was the end, there probably wouldn't be a Hawkeye show. He like dropped this music video on the world, part of the world that took notice. And we're like, oh, th- is this Jeremy Renner telling us like he's not involved in Marvel anymore? Wow. Girl, get it. I'm going to have to check this out later. You I- should. I'm gagged. Mm-hmm. I'm a good gag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, it's no. cute. It's Hawkeye, cute. Hawkeye was great. How do we feel about Kate Bishop? I and Yelena. Like... Oh my god, her scenes with Yelena. Oh yeah. <sighs> I hope they make a buddy cop type show with Young Avengers, and they they're in there. I would watch the shit out of that. I like Kate Bishop. I like uh, Haley Steinfeld. I've loved her since freaking Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Ever since she moved in, and I was like, oh, they're replacing Anna Kendrick. Oh, they're replacing Anna Kendrick as the, they have to. I, like, started getting sick of Anna Kendrick and was like, I like the idea of Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Just kind of swooping in and being the actual good voice. I'm partial to an alto. <laughs> um, Speaking of alto, we can't forget Echo in this show. Oh, Yes. Great mm. debut for Echo. And I believe we're getting a spin-off series for Echo. I think it's just called Echo. Wow. Okay. Original. Um, <clears throat> but no, that's gonna be cool. That's gonna be really exciting. Um, so you know, it's I think Hawkeye was j- quite successful. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm actually a little gagged to put it ahead of Loki, but like I there's an argument for it. Like it it's possibly more fun than Loki. Yeah. Loki's good and fun. I think Hawkeye was just like Bouncing wall to wall colors, Christmas, Christmas cheer, the jingles in the air, like archery, LARPing, yeah, everything. Oh I love. <laughs> no, yeah, hot. This is 
that is a take and I'm into it and I can't wait to hear what viewers in Little Rock, Arkansas think about it <laughs> and <laughs> Lafayette, Louisiana. <laughs> yes. Is that uh, it? That's the last? I think so. I think there was only five shows last year. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Because we that? talked about Peacemaker. Yeah, we talked about Peacemaker. So our next show is Moon Knight, which debuts on the March, March 30th. Yeah, it's going to be insane. I'm a big fan of Moon Knight, um, specifically his trading card uh, from the 1990s. I have to find it. I was supposed to go home and then COVID hit me. But I have this like um, <laughs> this entire Marvel trading card set. I used to call them puzzle cards because you put nine of them together and they make like a tableau. Um, let's see. Not this one, right? It's like more. Lo- it more looks like the storm one. It's not it's like that this. Um, it's not from this set. No, it's not from that set. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Oh. Pause. Okay. Um. You see the X Men tableau of nine of them put together. Magneto's in the middle. Yeah. Yes. It's that. It's that series. Okay. And I. I have the Moon Knight. I have all the cards from this series, but um, Moon Knight's in that set, and that's what introduced me to him. So I'm very excited. <gasps> Oh, my friend Fletch, he gave me this he gave me this box of cards to look through and Moon Knight was in there. Yeah, I'll have I to bring it to show and tell. Oh, it's right. It's right under. I see it. It's the one row down. Um, that's the Moon Knight card. It's green. Oh, there it is. <laughs> that, that's the Moon Knight card. She's beautiful. All right. Oh, I can't wait for this show. Oh, it's going to go right to the page. We just wanted to see the card. <laughs> oh, fine. How much fine. is it? <laughs> until we get sponsorship yeah not doing it okay so this is our ranking whether you like it or not let us know tell us we're wrong i dare you freaking dare you mm-hmm. okay let's see stop sharing Perfect. come for us gail and dewey stands <laughs> do it do it <laughs> <laughs> oh come for us richie oh Richie Amber stands. Yeah, come on. Do you want, the more I read about them, the more I kind of like Amber. I hated her. You're supposed to hate her. She's a villain, but. Yeah, but like she's a stupid villain that you don't know anything about. Barely. Yeah, she's, she's underdeveloped. Yeah. Mm. She is. I'm like, how are they possibly going to work it in that they're still alive? No, they can't. Okay, good. No, they're like, <laughs> are they going to st- People that okay, I'm with the people who are who have extreme hate for the people who think Stu Mocker is still alive. Oh my god, those people are insane. Right? It's like you're wishing you're 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 a toxic fandom. You're wishing for a thing that is not in existence. And if it did happen, it would tarnish the reputation of the films that you love so much. So mm-hmm. shut up. Shush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want to tell us you're wrong. If you want to tell us your theories about how Stu Walker could possibly be alive, even though he isn't, send us fan mail. Send us mail at fullvolumepod at gmail.com. I won't check it because I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> send it into the ether anyways. It'll get it <laughs> off your chest. Yeah, just come clean. Feel good. Okay. Um, you can listen to this episode of the Full Volume Podcast as a video podcast or as just an audio podcast on www.comicbooksyndicate.com slash full volume pod and you can listen to all of our other great podcasts we have the spider cast we have 
this one. We have the Flea Market Fantasy. Oh, and now we have Morville Orville, where we review every single video, every single episode of the Orville in broadcast order. Um, and it's gone fucking viral, folks. Like, it's so good. Morville Orville, check it out. I, I, I'm gagged. Like, the good kind of gagged. The good kind. Number 53 in the ranking of after shows? <clears throat> I'm shocked. Maybe we should talk more about Star Trek and, like, space properties. Maybe. Uh, did you watch the new, the Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> oh, girl. Not I. Okay, okay. Not I. I feel like you'd like it. Honestly, I probably would. I probably would like Star Trek, too. And I just, it's, I just don't. Somebody needs to hold my hand and walk me through where I start. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. It's like when I first picked up a comic, I was like, what do I do? What are these? Why are there numbers? I started, by the way, um, I've been doing a major comic reading binge. I could actually maybe be of use to the comic book syndicate for once. Uh, I've been reading Uncanny X-Men from the beginning. From the beginning. (sighs) Yeah. Do I smell? Another podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, but I'm just saying it's it's a lot of reading. That's fine. I mean, I read three issues of fucking Spider-Man per week. Oh, you do? That's great. You do Sometimes great four when there's like <laughs> an annual. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and reading an annual is like reading two extras. Anyway, okay. All of those podcasts are available on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on literally everywhere we live on the internet. On the Joe Rogan platform called Spotify. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't... <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry, no, I'm delivering no. this. <laughs> Cut me off. <laughs> the COVID has <laughs> you delirious. I think I have COVID, yeah. <laughs> well, we wish Brent to for Love Hewitt <laughs> all kinds of wellness success in his wellness um in the coming week we may or may not um see him for moon night but we we hope that we do he might just look a little like red and sweaty yeah we'll see i'll I'll text you but i maybe have a backup just in case okay (laughs) he's young and virile and hopefully we'll get through it soon and most importantly he's vaccinated so do yourselves a favor and do it and do it up. I'm triple vaxxed and like you best believe I'm gonna get another fucking booster the first opportunity they offer it to me because daddy wants. <laughs> <laughs> I have been one host, G.I. Lee. I have been two hosts, Harvey Brent. Until next time, keep it loud. Keep it at full volume. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.